0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hoopers Lab podcast. This is a podcast where we talk all things basketball. I'm joined here by my co host, Riley. Hello,
1: hello. Hello.
0: How are you doing?
1: I'm doing terrific.
0: Uh, Oh, that's good. (laughs) Yeah, I was in the middle of eating some pizza because I was like, oh, I'll eat now and then just like relax until 7 30. And you're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm like, oh. So,
1: yeah, I, I was like, I don't know, I was bored at the gym today, so I was like, fuck this, I don't want to be here anymore. I was No, I was going to go play basketball, but I looked in the gym and I was like, there's no balls in here. Fuck this, I'm just leaving. Damn, tough.
0: Alright, so, we are here with our, I guess it's like, people call this the way too early award predictions. Do you think it's too early for like award predictions?
1: I think, well, either way, I think you should, like, because no one's going to... Get the award. Like, it's really hard to predict the war- awards perfectly at this point in time. So, like... I
0: mean, like, pre-season. Like, exactly. The season, like, obviously, yeah.
1: Like, I think I think he's, people should definitely, like, always do some uh, pre-awards. Yeah. There's, like, three different types of
0: when to do awards. So, like, the way too early, like, before the season even starts, that's when, when you kind of get, like, your, like kind of more shot in the dark. Like, you don't really know. Yeah. Anything. Just, like, you haven't seen anything yet for that season. Just, like, these way too early predictions. And then usually, like, the mid-season predictions, like, middle of the season. Then you see, like, who's doing what. And then you kind of do your predictions there. And then also, like, right before um the awards show or after the season ends. Yeah. Once all yeah. the candidates are, like, you know who all the candidates are. But, like, this you're guessing the candidates and who's going to win. So, like, a lot goes into it. And, like... Some people get, cl- I mean, I don't know, like, I don't want to clown people for their predictions, <laughs> but, like, some people have, like, weird predictions where it's just, like, even though, like, you don't know yet if they're wrong, but, like, it's just, like, not a very calculated guess.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But, yeah, so we have our award predictions. Basically, how it's going to work is we're going to go through all the main awards. So we got MVP, six Man, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, and Most Improved. And for each of those categories, we're going to name our top three in order of who we think is going to most likely to win that award. So the guy, obviously, who's going to win, and then the guy who you think is the second most likely or second place, and then third place, and then a dark horse candidate.
1: Oh, we were we doing three say, in a dark horse? That's what I said. I did, I did two in a dark horse.
0: I said, I said yesterday to do three in a dark horse.
1: We've never done it like that, bro.
0: But then I, I wanted to do more.
1: <laughs> ah, shit. Okay.
0: I, I guess we can do... You know what? I'll do three and you'll do... We'll, we'll figure it out.
1: I could come up with more right now.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can just quickly can okay, stir one up on the spot. <laughs> uh, Which award do you want to start with?
1: I think it's tradition to start with rookie.
0: True, true. Yeah, start with the... Yeah, that makes sense. You're starting the first award with the first year players. I like that. So, for me, this is... Oh, uh, do we start with at the top or do we start with our dark horse for this award like how do you want to start the awards do you want to start every award with the guy who we think is winning and then move down or then who we think is going to be the dark horse and then move up
1: i mean we could start with uh
0: i think this one we could start with dark horse yeah okay so my dark horse for rookie of the year there's not really like any because like rookie of the year if you're not a top pick then basically you're not really gonna win the award like it's pretty rare yeah. Because, like, it doesn't, like, rookie of the year doesn't matter. It doesn't project rookies' careers. It literally projects how much opportunity and how ready they are in their first season.
1: Yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah. But I think that out of, like, the guys outside of, like, Cade, Green, Barnes, Mobley, Suggs, I think outside of those guys, the most likely to
1: win and the most
0: opportunity and the most NBA-ready guy, I think, is James Booknighte.
1: Oh, I forgot about Book Knight. That's actually a, yeah. That's like that, the most, that's like the most sense for like, or makes like a lot of sense for a Dark Horse pick.
0: For a Dark Horse pick, that's probably the main, yeah. Because like, even though he was picked like later, I was kind of looking at the roster and like, he has a decent opportunity already. Like, he's kind of already going to be in like that Malik Monk role. Yeah. And yeah. Malik Monk had a decent opportunity there and he did decently in that role. And also, like, I think that he just compliments LaMelo so well.
1: That's like, true. No, I agree with that.
0: Like, you have that playmaker as that main guy. Like, Knight could really just, like, benefit off of, like, Lamello. If Lamello has more keys to the offense, which he already does, but, like, even more so than we saw last year. Yeah. But, like, I don't really see this happening unless, like, he exceeds lots of people's expectations and also if there's an injury. If Hayward or Rosier gets injured, then I can definitely see this That's more. That's true. Yeah, but, especially Rozier. Especially, I was going to say Rosier, yeah. So yeah, if Rozier gets injured, or if something happens there, then I can see this more. But it's just a dark horse. I don't really think he has much of a chance. It's just like yeah. out of the guys outside of the top guys, I think he has the best chance.
1: Yeah. Uh, is that your dark horse, or do you have it? Is chance? not. It uh, is now. No, do you no, no, have no, no. Dab no. On that? Uh, no, I got a different. I got it. I got a different. I got a different diff- one.
0: A different um, dark horse.
1: Yeah. Okay. I went with my boy from. Florida, Trey Mann. Um, uh, okay. And I just think, I just think he's like, he's the type to, you know, he's gonna get buckets, and he's on a Thunder, so he's gonna have opportunity. And... Oh,
0: I thought you said Trey Mack. I was like, I'm not gonna ask who <laughs> Brody, it is because like, like who the draft? Like, okay, yes, Trey Mack, my favorite. <laughs> 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 Trey Mack. Okay, Trey Mann. I could. Over Josh, I mean, I guess it's a, I feel like Josh Giddy's kind of a, Giddy could have been a higher pick here. That's for your, true. For your dark horse. I still think that Giddy's like a dark horse. Definitely. Yeah. So you could have been yeah. but you're like really dark. Like this
1: is like. I, w- I, w- I was, <laughs> I was really dark. Yeah.
0: This is the darkest shade of dark that you've gotten.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just wanted, I wanted to go with uh, my boy, my boy, man give him some respect
0: i've literally never heard you talk about him but uh, i
1: i love me some Trey, man bro well, I was let watching. me know him and I john love...
0: collins man <laughs> they're gonna team up in the future <laughs> okay yeah that's respectable i mean anyone on the yeah the thunder they're gonna have lots of guys that could improve and like for awards and if you're looking for like awards for like rookies or even most improved candidates, look at the Thunder, because like, yeah, that's yeah. basically like a team build for that kind of shit. They're basically just like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, my third guy, I love this man. I think he has a chance to win the Rookie of the Year, but I have him third. It's Jalen Suggs.
1: I put him there as well.
0: I just think, like, I think I that once we see more... put him there. What?
1: I just put him there.
0: <laughs> I definitely think he could win it, though. Like, I think he has a chance. Like, don't write him off. Like, people think it's a two-way race, but I think Suggs is going to be a really good player right away. He's going to have, I mean, the, it's all about opportunity, really, as a rookie and NBA readiness. And I think he's ready, and oh, he's on the fucking magic. So, he he's already, like, is he going to be their main scorer out the gate? I think so. I think he's going <laughs> to be their main ball handler and score. So, like, I think he could do there, well there. He did pretty good in Summer League, just like that shot creation ability he showed a lot in Summer League. And I think that he's going to translate well to the NBA level in his first year. Yeah. And then he's your number three, right? Is there anything you want to add on him?
1: Not really. I also think like, I feel like it, like Buzz has to do a lot with the Rookie of the Year Award.
0: Oh, for sure. Suggs doesn't have as much buzz nearly as Jalen Green. Jalen Green is so popular. Yeah.
1: And especially on on the uh, Mavericks. And the the Magic. Magic as well.
0: No, yeah, and that's another reason why I put him three, because, like, he's on the Magic, and even if he does have, like, the same type of season as the guys I have ahead of him, he's on the Magic, and he's he's Jalen Suggs. Like, he's not as big a name as the guys I have ahead of him.
1: Yeah, and, uh, bro, the Magic are really about to come out here and average, like, 90 points a game.
0: Bro, the Sugs always or not the Sugs. The Magic <laughs> it, they changed their name to the Sugs. The Magic always win the championship year one when I'm doing rebuilds. And then I literally turned the game off. <laughs> I have seen it happen so many times. I literally did a rebuild. I did a magic rebuild. I didn't change anything. I was like, okay, first year we're gonna tank, and I just let the yeah, team ride out and I won the championship. Yeah, that's
1: it's actually disappointing. I'm like, this how how am I supposed to realistically rebuild this shitty team?
0: Exactly. If they just like it's so dumb. <laughs> But yeah, um, number two, who do you have? Jalen Green. I have Jalen Green here too. How close were you to putting Jalen Green over Cade?
1: I wasn't that close. I don't know. But at the same time, I I don't know. Because at the same time, I feel like the Rockets are going to be like, I feel like Cade is going to be more impactful to the Pistons than Jalen Green will be to the Rockets right off the bat. And I, I feel like statistically, Jalen Green isn't going to completely like knock the ball out of the park. Like other than like scoring, like no, I think definitely. he'll definitely. Kind of like
0: have what Ant Man did this year.
1: No, exactly. Like I think it, I think it'll definitely be similar to this year's race.
0: I think it'll be similar to um, what year would that have been? 2018, 2017? It was either right. one. of Those were the Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons. Oh yeah, I yeah. Think it's gonna be similar to that where it's going to be really close. One's kind of the more, like, one-dimensional score that kind of, like, surprises everyone out of the gate and over-succeeds as a team. And then the other one's just, like, that guy that puts up all- those all-around stats. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I think it would be Cade in that point. Because, like, here's the thing about the Rockets. I'm, like, people are saying that... My, that I almost said Michael. Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green are going to take home most improved and rookie of the year. But my thing is, they're already, like, I don't know. Like, they already have Christian Wood and John Wall and Eric Gordon. Like, those guys do take up, like, a lot of shots. So, I just don't really see, like, that big of a year. Like, people are expecting Jalen Green to average, like, 20-plus. And then they're expecting Kevin Porter Jr. to average, like, what he was doing, like, at the end of last year. Like, I just don't see that. Just because there's so many options and just, like, first-year team. Like, it's just kind of, like... And you figure everything out. But I do think that they have potential to, like, oversee people's expectations. That's true. And then, yeah, with Cade, I think he's just going to put on that impact heavily, um, race that team's feeling, and make them actually, like, kind of competitive. I think that if you look at the roster that Cade has around him compared to the roster that Jalen Green has around him, it's very different. Like, Killian Hayes is going to start at the two, probably, and Killian Hayes is, like, not going to be good next season, I don't think. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's just not as strong of a team. Yeah, and I think that Cade's yeah. just going to be more impactful. I think that he can just elevate the guys around him. I think Killian could have a decent year next Cade. I think Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bey, Jeremy Grant could even, like, keep up the same season he had last year. And I think Cade is going to take it home as of right now. So, yeah, that's my reasoning. Um, do you have anything else to add on that?
1: Not really. Kind of hit it right on the head.
0: Yeah. Um should we go six man next? Sure. Kind of the least significant one. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do
1: <laughs> a, I didn't do a third for a six man.
0: Okay, that's fine. Um start with dark horse or start with number
1: one? I guess we'll start with the dark horse again. I feel okay, like a uh, dark horse for six man is kinda weird.
0: It is kinda weird. I went with kind of like a direction like I went with like a younger player.
1: I was trying to, but I was like, he's not gonna have the stats, so there's no point in even trying. Who? Uh, I was trying to look at Bruce Brown. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, I, I fucking love, I Brown. fucking, I know you weren't, but I fucking love <laughs> Bruce Brown, bro. That is not the name I expected you to say. No, yeah,
0: he's a great role player. He's just like, if you look at six man of the year, it's always just like scoring guard, scoring guard. No, and then exactly. The one year was Montrez, which it shouldn't have been. Yeah, literally. And then. Yeah, like the only big that you can really say can take home this award as of right now is Bobby Portis. That's really like the only guy. Other than that, it's just gonna be a scoring guard, I think. Uh, Where's also-
1: Montrez? Oh yeah, he's on the Wizards. He's
0: on the. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, he's not at the Lakers, still. So- <laughs> so yeah, I was
0: that too. I was like, uh... <laughs> bro, Wizards team looks weird. I don't know, man.
1: They're like deep, but like at the same time, it's like not the greatest depth in the world.
0: I really think Rui could have a breakout year if they actually, like, prioritize him. But I don't think they will. I think they'll prioritize Kuzma over him.
1: Like, which is bad. Which Unless is bad. they're trying to run Kuzma at the three.
0: I, they might. We'll have to see. But my dark horse for six-man of the year is Kobe White.
1: Yeah, um, that's fair. Com-
0: coming into the league, I like people are like, he's going to be an all-star. And he showed those flashes of like scoring like that, but I was like, nah. He's just going to be like a bona fide six-man. Like, i never seen him as a starting point guard caliber player. And now, like, yeah, six man of the year usually goes to, like, a bucket getter on a winning team. Uh, Obviously, the Bulls, probably the biggest winner of the offseason, if not one of the biggest winners of the offseason. And Kobe White's going to slide into that bench role. And he's just going to give buckets. He's young, so he's going to develop another year and just have that under his belt. I do think that's kind of a dark horse because, A, he's young. And then B, he also just like having to adjust to that might be rough. But I and he's got a like
1: and there's and there's like a lot of options on the Bulls now.
0: No, yeah, but I could definitely see him as a as a good dark horse candidate. Yeah, he's yeah, that's mine. You don't have one, you said, or you? Oh, you said it was Bruce Brown.
1: No, that was who I was originally thinking. But um, okay. Kobe White's a good one actually. I didn't want to go with Kobe White because I feel like that's like like I feel like that's like too good of a dark horse pick. I don't know uh i went with i don't know if it's, I still mine. Think it's a dark horse though no it, no it definitely is it's but, an elite but, um, dark horse pick i didn't i don't know how much of a dark horse this is because he's always like been kind of in the six-man hunt but i do it with pa- no i went oh that'd be it that actually wouldn't be bad but i went with patty mills
0: okay i was looking at patty mills but i just don't think he's gonna put up the stats to do it
1: no especially on the nets now but like
0: Last year, he didn't put up, like, great stats. I know that Patty's like, really good and really impactful, but that's not really what six-man is. It's not about it. Yeah, it's yeah. It's literally about just, like, um, counting stats. And Patty Mills yeah, didn't really put yeah. that up last se- season, and this season he's going to have a less role. But I do definitely, like, I was trying to look at, like, the top teams, because it's usually a guy from, like, a top team. Yeah. But that's a good one. I could definitely see him going out there and doing good things. Um, Do you have a... You said you only have two, right? Or do you have? Yeah, two? now,
1: now, now I only have two left.
0: Okay. Um, I'll start with my three. Then I have Dennis Schroeder. Uh, I have him,
1: my. I have him as my two. Okay. As well.
0: Uh my thing with Dennis Schroeder, I just like my problem with him. Like last year, he was getting shit on, but like he just wasn't in a good role.
1: No, it doesn't. It didn't fit him. Like isn't He does. He didn't want to be a six man, but like he is a six man.
0: He is a six man, and like that's just kind of his role. And he also like. <laughs> He's the perfect mold of the six man. And I don't think it's like, because he's going back to the role that he was in when he was with the Thunder and should have won six man of the year. Yeah, 100%. I'm still mad they didn't. But he was amazing that season. And I just think like, I think that he will close for that Celtics team. I mean, we'll have to see how everything goes. I don't really. I don't you don't want really.
1: Marcus Smart close it?
0: They would both close.
1: Okay, that's true. Yeah. You would
0: have Schroeder, Smart, Jalen Brown, yeah. Tatum, and Horford. That would be my closing five.
1: So, who are, are they starting at the two? Um, Josh Richardson. Oh right, I forgot about. Him. Oh yeah, Might
0: <laughs> they oh, <my> they <laughs> extend him. Man's just laughing. But,
1: <laughs>
0: but no, I do think that he'll be in a role where he can succeed again, and I think that like he he has more of a fire lit under him now. I think more motivation. Because no, one like hundred a One year, like minimum, basically, and yeah. he's like, "You'll all see. I'll prove you all wrong." Like, I think he's just gonna go out there and literally just like prove everyone wrong and just get hella buckets.
1: No, I think he's gonna have a really good bounce back year. No, yeah.
0: Uh, is there anything else I didn't really hit on? Or did
1: I? Not really. It's only so much to talk about Dennis Schroeder,
0: <laughs> except for his fucking weird hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's your number one? Uh, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is my number one. I have Jordan Clarkson as my second guy.
1: I was thinking Clarkson as well, but I don't know.
0: Clarkson, I think the Jazz are going to do similar things. I think he's going to do similar things. He won it last year. He's just my yeah. second guy. But obviously, voter fatigue, I don't think he's going to – I think he's second. But I think Derek Rose and is plus it, number plus one.
1: It's, it's Derek Rose.
0: Derek Rose, the only problem with him last year was the games played. No, exactly. And I think that he's going to play more games and also – yeah, I think he'll have another year to kind of just, like, mesh with those guys, too. I think he's – I'm not going to say he's in because it's very early. But, like, yeah. I think he's, like, right now he's a pretty no-brainer pick.
1: Yeah. Well, Andy is, like, impactful as well. Like He's, he's impactful. That's, he's impactful.
0: Like, yeah, Jordan Clarkson's just, like, be putting up, like, 31 game and, then, like, five the next. He's kind of just, like, yeah. that kind of bucket gear. But, like, Derek Rose, he's impactful. He's on the Knicks. He's going to – he's Derek fucking Rose, so he's going to get that media attention. Which for that award they really need. So I no, think it's yeah. like an obvious thing to happen. Yeah. It'd also be cool for his career. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Nice also, do you remember that uh that clip with Dennis Schroeder and Dwight Howard where Dwight Howard's like saying much of session and Dennis Schroeder's just in the background, like oh my god, oh, the Hawks? yeah, when Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, that shit's funny when it was the female reporting. He's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> no, yeah. we just love playing. We just love Hardy out there. Yeah, <laughs> like, gotta, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, Now that's a funny moment. I forgot that um that Dwight played for Atlanta. That was
1: that was. A <laughs> I think we Dwight just like been bouncing around the league forever.
0: Yeah, I wonder how many teams he's played for. So you got the Rockets, Wizards, Nets.
1: Why the fuck did you start at the Rockets?
0: Because he's played there. So you got yeah, the but Magic why did you fight start there? That was there. the first one that came to my head. We were talking <laughs> about bad stints, so then I thought about the Rockets. He's played with a lot. Because remember, he went to the Nets in a deal, and then he was, like, immediately gone, and he went to the Hornets in a deal, and... Actually, no, he played with the Hornets. I liked it with the Hornets. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> uh, which... Uh, yeah, so we got the Nets, Wizards for, like, a day. Then you got Hawks, Rockets, Lakers, Lakers, 76ers, and Magic. So, like seven.
1: Dwight's been around, though.
0: Dwight's, he has been around. Oh my God. (laughs) 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 Is Schroeder behind you, bro? He is. He's right there. Damn. Welcome. This is, we want this to be a surprise, but welcome our first guest host. Dennis (laughs)
1: Schroeder, I'm
0: gonna win MVP. (laughs) Okay, uh, do you want to do deep boy or most improved next?
1: You can do most improved. I only have three for this award as well.
0: All right, most improved. This is where I did my research. I didn't, (laughs) I had a long ass list, it was like 20 names. I had to
1: damn! god damn.
0: I went back with, like, lots of most improved players. I checked, like, the average season where they have their most improved season if they make the playoffs in their most improved season if they were an all-star in their most improved season. And, like, people think that the most improved player award is kind of just, like, a bum that just comes out of nowhere. But that's only happened with, like, Siakam and CJ McCollum.
1: And, like, yeah, and Devontae Graham even, like, what? He was getting the fuck was oh, that? Yeah, he, he was getting dead. a lot of buzz. He was a second-year player. No, exactly. That was the main reason.
0: Do you know what the average season is for a player to have his most improved player season?
1: I feel like it'd be like the to 4th season.
0: It's like 4.7. So like 5, basically. Yeah. 5th season in the league. So yeah, it's like... usually happens a bit later. And then I did a bunch of crunching numbers. And then... Yeah. So I'll start with my dark horse, I guess. My dark horse... This guy, like, he's my dark horse, but I could definitely see him winning.
1: It's OG on Anobi, and I know we've talked about him a lot. I was, I know that is the only reason I didn't put him on the list, just because we've been talking about him a lot lately.
0: We talk about him a lot, but like, here's the thing with most improved player, usually it happens with like a new role. And like, yeah, when you look at Kyle Lowry leaving, like, that's gonna open up a lot. I was thinking Fred Van Vliet as an option, but I think that OG is the better choice. I think OG is gonna rise as their best player. I think he could rise as the best player at the end of the season for the Raptors. I think he could potentially get All Star buzz. Like I think I'm pretty high on OG, and I think he could have a Most approved Player kind of season.
1: He has no, that's a good pick.
0: Too. And he has, yeah, like he has the offensive tools too. I think he could put up like, I think he put up like 20 points this season. And like, I agree. 20 points, be that elite defender and make the playoffs, and I think he can even be a um fuck what's it called all-star okay <laughs> so we'll have to see how that all works out but i wouldn't be surprised at all if that happened
1: no neither would i OG's a good pick
0: i was also looking at like the other numbers like that i was talking about like the average points per game a player has before their their jump it's usually like 15 points per game is the points per game they averaged before their most improved player season. He averaged 15 points per game. Yeah. And then, obviously, with Kyle Lowry leaving, I just, like... And he's shown flashes like that. I think OG's a very good choice here. Yeah, I agree. We'll add add him as your dark horse, because you said that you didn't only add him because...
1: No, he'll be my third, I guess. My dark horse is uh, Marvin Bagley.
0: Okay, he was in my short list.
1: Yeah. And... I think it's just about, one, staying healthy, and two, opportunity. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, like, there's not very many people taking opportunity away from him. It also just has to deal with the fact that he's on the Kings, and Luke Wong's their coach. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: think coaching Um, is a big thing.
1: Yeah, so it's like, it's because, like, literally all the opportunity is there for him in terms of the overall
0: pick. All All the tools, too.
1: Exactly. It's you got a good facilitator and De'Aaron Fox.
0: That's what I was thinking too, why like he'd be a good candidate, because there's like lots of playmakers around him.
1: Exactly. Davion so Mitchell, like
0: well. what?
1: Davion Mitchell's there as well now.
0: Davion Mitchell, Tyrese, De'Aaron Fox. Like, there's some good playmakers there. I don't think yeah. it's a bad pick. I just like I just like if you would have showed even like a little bit more flash of like being a, a great player then maybe i could see it but yeah. i just haven't seen like any flashes other than just like what ifs and just like potential no i agree the only thing you could look at really for him is like his like athleticism and like his athletic tools that he has and also the fact that he was a second overall pick and killed in a ho- in, uh high school and college
1: yeah like yeah. you can't
0: really look at anything he's done in the nba and kind of drop a conclusion to I think he can do it.
1: Yeah, no, this exactly. This is kind of my problem.
0: And then yeah, agrees, agree. too.
1: Yeah, that's the main, that's honestly, like, the main concern.
0: Another concern for me is, like, people think that, like, I don't know, like, most of the time, the most improved player is an all-star. And, like, I, yeah. I had to take that into consideration when I was thinking of players, like, that's can true. I see this player potentially be an all-star this season? And for Bagley, I just can't see that.
1: No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think anybody can.
0: No, exactly. So it, it, it's a good dark horse pick. Yeah. there is the skill set and the tools to do it. It's just like I haven't seen enough to really have that there. That's fair. So that was your dark horse, right? Yeah. And then OG is now your third. So I'll go with my third. Um, my third is Michael Porter Jr. Actually, uh, who is? I it?
1: have. I have. Okay. Well,
0: <laughs> it's, it's DeZonte Murray. <laughs> Never mind.
1: Oh, that's a good one. I Yeah, I have Michael Porter Jr. at two, basically.
0: You don't have DeJounte in there?
1: No. That's a good one, actually.
0: No, yeah. My thing about DeJounte is also, like, I was looking at the stats again, and I think that he reaches a lot of those marks, like the average season, the points per game before, and then also the opportunity thing. I think that he's like, I'm really confident that one of my top four picks will win most improved.
1: That's fair. But, yeah,
0: DeJounte, I think, is one of those guys, like I said, he's going to have all that opportunity. Um, the I think he's the ripe age to do it. And looking at the data of the previous most improved players, I think that he reaches all those marks. And also, like, just from being a fan of him and watching him, he's just so fucking skilled. Like, yeah, yeah. I could definitely see it. He has shown flashes of it. I think that, like, he just needs to have, like, a crazy three-point shooting year, which, like, sometimes that happens with young players where they just, like, Aren't the best shooter the previous year, then they just jump in the next year the pill. And kind of like Ingram kind of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like they just have like that one off season. that's kind of like the thing that elevates their game. Same thing with like Julius Randall last year. Like he become, he was like a non-shooter and then he became an
1: elite shooter. That like, the thing is though, he like showed a lot of potential um shooting and with the Pelicans, and then he came to New York and was just as.
0: Yeah, I meant, like, the last season before his most yeah. Scary, but yeah. yeah. And DeJounte, like, obviously the Spurs, like, someone's going to be... I think someone's going to emerge as a top candidate. I think he's the most primed and ready to. Keldon Johnson's also a really good candidate, but I think DeJounte just has a higher chance. And also the d- the defense, too. Like, he was already an all-defensive player in yeah. the past. Yeah. And I just think that in that system, like, I think that Pop's going to be like, okay, you're the main guy now.
1: Go, go get buckets.
0: Exactly, like, I could
1: definitely see
0: I could definitely see it working out for DeJounte to be, like, a, a fringe all-star this year, averaging, like, 21 points per game. Yeah, yeah. Like, I could definitely see it. But, yeah, um, you said Michael Porter Jr. was one of your players. He's on my list. He was my second, yeah. So, yeah. Talk about Michael Porter Jr. Uh,
1: yeah, the only reason he isn't higher is because, like, he doesn't have, like, a lot to improve i guess like statistically wise cuz like he averaged i think I saw like, it was like 19 or something last year.
0: He averaged 19 last year yeah. Yeah
1: so unless he jumps up to like 25 26 points per game just a jump from him unless you're seeing jumps in other areas from his game.
0: Mm sure true, true which i um <laughs> which
1: yeah i don't think <laughs> i don't think we're going to see much of a jump in other areas in, in his game.
0: We'll have to but, see. That.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, I think with, uh, with Jamal Murray being out, he's going to yeah. have a have a great season. That's
0: the main worthy. reason I picked him.
1: Exactly, worthy of an MIP, but I just don't think he's actually going to uh, get all the way, just because there's only so, like, I don't know, there's only so much he can improve. But at the same time, maybe he turns to more of that score, and Jokic becomes just back to uh, more of his facilitating-esque role, because, you know. I you have both. No, I definitely think you could have both. Obviously, I don't expect Jokic to get dropped to, like, 22 points, but... Yeah, um... Drop
0: back to 20.
1: <laughs> 18.
0: Yeah. No, but my thing for Michael Porter Jr. is just, like, yeah, the opportunity. Like, Jamal Murray's going to be out all season. He's going to be their second guy all season. And next to Jokic, too, like, that's the perfect superstar you want to be, like, the second guy to because you're basically the first guy at point. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, just because of how Jokic plays and gets everyone involved and I just think, like, you said that unless he averages 25 points per game or 26 points per game, I think he can do that.
1: No, I, think... I agree, too. I agree, too.
0: No, I think that he can, and that'd be enough of a jump to get him that award, because usually the points per game average jump is, like, six. So, like, yeah, that yeah. would be, like, a six-point jump. So, I definitely could see it. The only thing is, just like, the all-around stats you said um, obviously we don't know if he's going to improve in those all around areas, which like would create controversy with the award. Like, did he actually improve or was it just Jamal Murray being injured?
1: No, exactly. You
0: know? Cause I don't think like, yeah, like he needs to actually show improvement. Like, yeah. Not no, just, exactly. Like, like eye
1: history. test wise. Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: And I definitely think he could improve in areas. It's just about his willingness to, which we'll have to see,
1: but yeah, I definitely we'll think it's a strong Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: He's young as well, has all the potential in the world. Um, and I think it's just waiting to be unlocked, and I think that this is the prime opportunity for it to be unlocked. Yeah. Also on a winning team, which helps. So that's kind of why I have him over DeJounte Murray.
1: That's yeah. Yeah. And
0: also like the forward position in the West, it would be easier to make an all star game than the guard position in the West.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So that's kinda of like I kinda of looked at that too.
1: But yeah.
0: Um, so who's your winner?
1: I have Kevin Porter Jr.
0: Oh, fuck. Okay. Got it. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of, th- like, when we were, like, I was – I thought that we were going to have the same player here just because of how the rest of the thing was going. I'm glad we don't, though. Um, you go with Kevin Porter Jr.
1: Um, I just really like Kevin Porter Jr.'s playmaking as well as his scoring, and I think we could see – unless John Wall decides to be a fucking, like, dink and be like, no, I'm still prime John Wall. <laughs> um and I guess, well, I don't know what lineup they're gonna end up running, but um, I think Kevin Porter Jr. has a lot he can learn from John Wall, mm. and at the same time, I think we'll see. I think he averaged like 16 last year, so I think we could see a decent yeah. jump in his scoring. And I don't know about playmaking because I'm pretty sure he averaged like six assists. Like I don't know, maybe a tiny jump, but yeah, yeah. I think he'll I think he'll have the stats to be most improved, and I think you will just like see. In his game that he's, like, that fucking dude on the offensive end of the ball. Mm -hmm, For sure. And Are you going (laughs) to...
0: You were talking, and then you just stopped.
1: Yeah, I lost my train of thought.
0: Okay, I'll go with my, like, counter-thought to your thing, to your pick. The reason why I don't have Kevin Porter Jr. on my list, I had him in my short list. He was, like, in my top seven. But the reason I cut him out is simply because I don't think there will be enough opportunity for him to shine. I can see that. You have Christian Wood, who's going to be a 20-point-per-game score, I believe. And then Jalen Green, who could be a 20-point-per-game score. And I think they'd want, like, I don't know, I feel like Jalen Green's going to have more opportunity to score the ball. And then you said the playmaking thing. John Wall's still there. And I'm just, like, not sure everyone's role yet and I just don't see enough opportunity for Kevin Porter Jr. to make that jump I think he could like he has the potential to do that I yeah. think it was like the team last year like if he just had, you know yeah like if you brought back the same team without Jalen Green then I think there's more opportunity but with Jalen Green it's just kind of like I'm not sure how Kevin Porter Jr. fits into all that
1: no that's true
0: but yeah, I can definitely see him taking a jump, but I just don't think that he's going to be taken into that main number one role. I think he could be like, I don't even know what they're trying to do with him. We'll have to see, but I just like don't envision him having the role to do it.
1: No, that's true. Their team is definitely a little uh like odd. Yeah. Okay,
0: my number one. This guy's already pretty good, so I don't know how likely this is, but it's John Morant. Now, okay. I think John Moran's going to win most improved player. I've, I've kind of thought that for a, for a while. And then when I was actually looking at it, I still think that he's going to win it. Even though, like, third year, maybe he doesn't have as much as a chance. But, like, if you look at, here's the thing. Look at his rookie season, what he did. Amazing rookie season. Put up amazing stats, amazing impact. Second season was still very impactful, but didn't put up in and, he didn't and he didn't improve a
1: lot in the stats, yeah.
0: And he struggled. He was kind of, like, stagnant. He did not improve, I don't think, from his rookie year to his sophomore year.
1: No, I agree with that.
0: But then in the playoffs...
1: Yeah, he then, showed it in the playoffs.
0: Then he fucking balled out. And now, yeah. that, now that Jonas is gone, and even, like, even if Jonas was there, I still think that this is the case. But, like, the team has gotten worse, I'd say, on paper... I'd say it's gone worse on paper. Yeah, I think that Jaw in his third year, I think after what he did in the playoffs and just the talent that he has and how high I am on him, I think he's going to explode this season. I think I guess, he's, yeah. he's going to average like 26, 26 and like eight or nine. Twenty In between like, 20, Like I think he's going to be an all-star for sure this season. Like I'm, I'm very confident he's going to be an all-star and win this award. I think yeah. he's going to average like 26 points, eight assists a game, you know, and just, like, that's enough of a jump from last year to really do it. I just don't really know if, like, it's viable because he was already, like, he's already pretty popular and already, like, a big name and already pretty good. But, like, I think he's just going to go, like, next level.
1: No, I can agree with that. That's a good pick
0: And just fully explode. Like, and also another thing is I, yeah, like, I, I think he's going to be an all-star. I think he's going to put up great stats. And also, like, the team – He's always like, since he's gone there, the team hasn't looked like a playoff team on paper, per se, but he has brought them to playoff contention. Yeah, and just made them that winning team. So I think he'll do that next year, the same thing he has been doing for his career in Memphis, but just put up those monster stats.
1: Yeah, and I, yeah, I think he'll, I, I'm hoping that he'll improve on his three point shooting ability. That's
0: another thing too. I think in the playoffs, he kind of showed that like. He was more confident. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was, confident. More... he was big for him.
0: Oh, he was way more confident in taking it. Like he took what the defense gave him. Like they would yeah. let him shoot. And also like, even like creating from the mid range, he was more confident. Like people are like, he just rip runs and he just dunks. But like, he is crazy talented. And I think that's going to show this next season. Yeah. I am super high on him this next season. Yeah, that's uh, a good pick. And I hope he doesn't prove me wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just regresses,
0: yeah. Just like is out of the league. Like, oh,
1: John Ryan peaked in his rookie season.
0: Uh, let's go to deploy. Um, do you have three in the dark horse or two in the dark horse? I have
1: three in the dark horse.
0: Okay, we'll start with our dark horses.
1: I don't know how much my dark horse is though. Is that like ben Simmons? <laughs> no, it's Jonathan Isaac. Is he even playing? Yeah, okay. yeah, we he said he's playing. I don't. Yeah, I just, just don't know how much of it, of a dark horse he is because one he always fucking wins the award in 2k and two Which, a lot of people know how good of a defender like jonathan isaac is i think they
0: do uh, it's just he's on the magic
1: that's true too but i was, I was looking at other candidate other people that i could be for like a really dark horse and one person that came to mind was like matisse theibel mm. yeah in the time they also have two other wow well, one and a half other amazing defenders on the team who's the... Oh,
0: yeah. True. Um, I don't know how much of a dark horse my dark horse is now. I still think it's a pretty big dark horse, because I don't think he's established himself yet in these Depoy talks fully as a legit contender, but I think this year he will. It's Bam.
1: I got it. That's you. You're going to have Bam somewhere on here.
0: Yeah, I have Bam as my dark horse, just because like he hasn't really been like a serious Depoy candidate yet. Like, has yeah. he been an all-defensive first team, even?
1: Did he make it? I don't know.
0: I think it was second team. Yeah, he was second team with um Joel.
1: Oh yeah, and yeah. they
0: were yeah one of them was listed, was listed as a big and one of them was listed as a forward. Oh, he's two time all defense, but I'm pretty sure the second team. I don't think he's made the first team. Yeah, but yeah, and I just think like the I think he's gonna anchor that Heat defense. I think the Heat are gonna be a top team, a top defensive team, and I think he's gonna anchor. Them. I've already talked. How I'm on Bam's defense, and I think he's just gonna. Even improve this season, it's going to be shown a lot more. I think more people are going to pay attention to the Heat seriously. And I think that his defense, he's going to anchor that defense to a top defense in the league.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's just that's just my take. I I really could see it.
1: Yeah, the Heat are looking nice, especially defensively. They're going to be the only monster. thing that
0: really holds him back is Jimmy being like there too. You can. That's true. Other like amazing defender with him kind of hurts his own case, which is another reason why. And yeah. also just like hasn't established himself yet fully into those deep boy conversations.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I'll start with my number three. It's Giannis for me. I
1: have Giannis here as well.
0: Okay, we both have Giannis at three. My thing is just like I don't really know. I think that the same thing with Bam. I think he has another great defender with him, which is gonna. And also, like, they're already, like, a great defensive team. And, like, I don't really know. Yeah. Like, I think he – like, we've said that he's, like, probably the best defensive player in the league. But, like, for this award, I think it goes more than just who's the best defender. I think narrative and also, like, how – I guess impact, but also, like, how – I don't really know how to describe it. The guys I have ahead of him I think are going to – Be good defensive teams, and I think they're going to be good defensive teams with like one great defender. Whereas the anchor, whereas Giannis is anchoring like a great team defense, and there is other great defenders around him, yeah, you know, which is why I have him at three, but definitely like one to three, it's interchangeable. But like, I have him here for that reason. I think that the narrative is stronger for the guys that have him just because they have uh, less help on the defensive end,
1: yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Who
0: do you have here? Oh wait, no. Do
1: you, is there anything wait, on I, I, with Yeah, no. I I agree. Like he's like a very like, especially in terms of like help defense, de- defense, defense. Def-
0: defense. 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 Def-
1: <laughs> 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 Damar, I say it. I like it. Uh, yeah, I think he's one of the best help defenders in the league, and he definitely helps like control that defense. But yeah, like Middleton's a solid defender. Dante DiVincenzo is a solid defender. Drew Holiday is a lead defender. Brooks He's a good defender. Brooks a good defender. They just the Bucks just have a lot of good defenders around them. So it's like, switches. Giannis is the anchor of that defense, it's like there are better options, in yeah. my opinion.
0: Yeah. Um, who's your number two?
1: I have Anthony Davis here.
0: I have Draymond here. I'm guessing. I was I,
1: have him I was I don't have Draymond on the list.
0: Huh? Who the fuck do you have at 1? Okay, now <laughs> I'm very now I'm very confused, because I have 81, so I assume that you would just have it flip-flopped. Okay. Um, I guess we'll talk about... I'll talk about Draymond at 2. I just think that the Warriors are going to be a good team. I think that defensively, they're going to be not awful. I think Draymond's definitely going to help that defense. He was a top candidate last year, and I think they're just going to be better as a team and on the defensive end, which is going to help his case.
1: He's their anchor.
0: He's their anchor. He was already like, was he third in Depoy last year? And that was like on a bad team. Well, not bad, but like not on a playoff team, not on a team with great defense. And I think that this year, I think that there's going to be more narrative around the Warriors and around him, which will definitely boost the conversation. And then, yeah, he's their main guy. He's their anchor. And I think that he's a strong candidate.
1: Yeah. No, that's fair.
0: Can we talk about who your number one is first?
1: It's ben Simmons.
0: Oh, okay, okay, I got it. Yeah, I don't have Ben Simmons. It's ma- it's mostly just like a narrative thing.
1: No, I agree. No, that is the one problem. That's why I'm hoping he gets fucking traded somewhere and he could just ball out, but to fix yeah, he- it. He's literally not even talking to you guys. Like just fucking trade him.
0: Bro, here's my thing. Do you know who I was really close to putting on my most improved player ranking? Ben Simmons.
1: <laughs> I've got I want Ben Simmons to come out next year on his shit. Like I don't care where he is, but he's no, not joking to come like, next year on his shit.
0: Like when I was looking at all the like tools of a past most improved player winner, he was like hitting all of them.
1: No, and I was then, kind of thinking that as well.
0: And then I was thinking too, I was like, narrative? Could you imagine how crazy of a narrative that would be? Like literally written off, called trash, and then comes out here and just like like, he would have the tools to average
1: 24, like 20. 9, and 9.
0: Yeah, like, if he did that, then I'd be like, oh, shit, he's most approved. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. He almost made my list.
1: No, I was actually looking at him for, like, a dark horse as well.
0: No, yeah. I was going to have him for a dark horse, but then I thought I was going to get clowned. But I think <laughs> that, I think that he's, like, a legit candidate for me, too. I think he has a better chance of winning most improved than Depoy. Not because he has a better chance to improve than show his capabilities on the defensive end, but literally just narrative.
1: No, yeah. Like, part of my my main reason for putting him here is that I think he should have won it. I I feel like he should have won it this year. I don't know. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, the reason I don't have Gobert on this list is because narrative. He literally got exposed in the playoffs. And but Simmons doesn't fatigue. have a very good drive. Yeah, exactly. And Simmons That's doesn't have opinion. a very good driving narrative either. So,
0: I think narrative and voter fatigue for MB or not fucking MB. Gobert. Yeah, I think for Gobert that kind of holds him back. Um, I'm gonna talk about why I have Davis at number one. I Davis think is that, a good pick for one. I think defensively, I think he's gonna have a great bounce back year. That's what I'm kind of predicting. And also, I think on the defensive end, he's gonna do what he did like two years ago when I think he flipped one play. And another thing is narrative. He's playing in L.A. And the biggest question with that team is defense. Everyone's like, who's going to be who their defense is going to (laughs) suck. But like Davis, I think is going to like, I think the Lakers are going to have a good defense. And I think that Davis will anchor that. So, like, if Davis is playing the defense that we know he can play, if the Lakers have a good team defense, which I think will happen, And if he puts up those stats and impact that I think he can, then what argument is there that he can't win it?
1: No, exactly.
0: Literally none. So that's like my thing. The narrative is super strong. And also like defensive abilities
1: is there. Like I don't think it's going to go away. I'm just concerned with Davis, man. Because last year we wanted him to come out and be like fucking New Orleans' Anthony Davis. And he came out and was fucking just coasting. So like I'm just concerned with what he's going to do this year. That's my main problem.
0: that's, That's a fair concern. Um, that's a fair concern. I think... But that he is
1: I kind of on defense, so...
0: No, yeah. I guess... Last oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I think this segues nicely into my Dark Horse MVP, which is Anthony Davis. Um, There was a couple other guys I was thinking for Dark Horse, but I think Davis is a big Dark Horse because we don't even know if he's going to be, like, the main guy.
1: Yeah. You know? And what he's going to do. Yeah.
0: Thing, yeah, we don't know what he's going to do. But I'm pretty high on him next season. And I think that there's a pretty big opportunity for him to come out and have a great – like, narrative would be crazy if, like, he comes out here and if he's, like, New Orleans Davis. Like, that'd be crazy. Coming back from, like, the trash talk that people have been talking about, like, last year, like, that'd be a crazy bounce-back narrative if the Lakers are, like, this elite – this elite team, and if he's leading that team and becomes the leader, the passing of the torch, like, I think that narrative is pretty much what carries it. I also well, think that like he's going to
1: Yeah, all the opportunity is there as well. Like, LeBron Le- two assist Le- Le- LeBron's going to, like, I think LeBron's going to take a step back this year and focus a lot more on the facilitating yeah. aspect of the game. And you if David... Defensively, he could focus more, too. LeBron? Possibly, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think, and I think if Davis doesn't like establish that this is his fucking team, Russ is going to try to do that shit. And then it's going to fucking like the Lakers are going to fucking go to shit. So I think Davis like needs to step up if the Lakers want to be on top of shit this year. Cause I think the Lakers can be a good team as long as fucking Russell Westbrook isn't like completely running the show.
0: No, yeah. And didn't he say like he wanted Davis to like be more aggressive and play the five more? And, yeah. Like be the guy i'm pretty sure there was something along the lines of that like i think that that can definitely happen yeah two leading playmakers like that's really gonna make him look good and also like we know what he's capable of and then the narrative exactly is crazy
1: yeah yeah
0: so that's that's kind of my thing uh who's your dark horse it's like you went with like a young guy
1: <laughs> i went with carl anthony Towns. okay so yeah <laughs> Basically. Okay, talk about <laughs> the, t- the Timberwolves start off, like, really good every year. That's facts. And Carl anthony Towns, he a 1,000% puts up the stats to be MVP caliber player. type Oh, he player.
0: 100% has the impact and counting stats to definitely make a case.
1: Now, if the Timberwolves are actually able to keep up, like, decently with how they start off at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Like, Cats. Cat average what, like, 26 and 13, four assists, and the Timberwolves are, like, I don't know, four seed, three seed. Yeah. Not that I see that realistically happening. I was going to say,
0: it just but, comes down to team success.
1: No, exactly. And I do expect the Timberwolves to be decent next year, because um, they're good with their main three guys all healthy, so... No, I'm, like, fast. so intrigued to see how the Timberwolves play next season, and I want some fucking respect on Kat's name because I know he's going to come out mm-hmm. dogging. No, yeah,
0: definitely. I just think, like, I'm not too sure how they're going to do. We're going to see with our um, award – or not award, our standing predictions how it's going to all go down. But my main thing is just, like, I don't want to be too, like, they're going to be a top seed Yeah, over. no, like, exactly. I kind of want to give them time. I think they can be – Like, going from where they were last year, I think that being a play-in team is a pretty big jump.
1: No, exactly. And the West is, like, like stacked.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: The West is, like, really stacked. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. It's really stacked. And, like, last year they were, like, a bottom team. And this year I think they could be in the hunt for the play-in. Yeah, yeah. Or make the playoffs or be potentially close. Like, I think they could be in, like, that 12-8 to range. So that's kind of, like, I want to see, like, well, I don't want to see it. But I think it'll be like slow improvements. Yeah. Like yeah. I could definitely like if we want to go crazy, they have the potential to do that. What you said, where they go, no, exactly. like, absolutely ham. They are the four seed, and then Cat go absolutely ham. That like that has potential. There is promise there. It's just like very slim and very risky.
1: It's just a very low chance. <laughs>
0: it's a very exactly, but that's that's what dark horse is. So I like no,
1: that's no, that's why I like I like going like decently dark with my dark horse my says. dark
0: horse was almost going to be booker
1: like That's i thought
0: way. i thought booker just because the suns are going to be a good team next year and he's proven himself as the leader and coming off that finals coming off the olympics but the only thing is like donovan mitchell was putting up like crazy scoring stats last year on the top team in the west and had like no buzz he would
1: only like top it's also the jazz
0: Jazz, so But like I don't think that you can win MVP just from being a scorer, really. No, no. Know, Booker, like don't. You know, like, if we were talking score. about that, then, like, if Beal, like, fucking Beal, if Beal was a top four seed, then would he win MVP? Like, I don't really think so.
1: Hey, man, people would be trying to fucking make buzz for that, though.
0: But, like, the thing is why Cat would have more of a chance is because he doesn't just score, which people need to realize. No, exactly. Like, the playmaking impact is there which I'm no, not saying exactly. Brooklyn doesn't have playmaking an impact, but it's just mo- I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting at, but <laughs> I think that's really hard for a pure score to win.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, even like James Harden, like James Harden, like people are like, he's just a score, but like, it's a facilitator too, which people are finally realizing.
1: People act like that's not like basically one of his best attributes. And he's, <laughs> and he's I'd even a- argue that is. <laughs> exactly. And that's coming for a man that has played in isolation his whole career.
0: No, yeah, exactly. Um, who's your third? Who's your third player in the MVP
1: race? I feel like I was kind of like missing someone that I wanted, but oh, I didn't. I did <laughs> <laughs> I did end up just going with Steph.
0: Okay. Um, I have Luca at this spot. So uh, we'll talk about Steph first. So Steph at three, just talk to me about that.
1: Um, I just think the like Steph already had crazy buzz for MVP last year, and the Warriors didn't even make the fucking playoffs. That, so like
0: yeah,
1: it's only gonna get like up from there. And I think Steph's obviously gonna come out and have another great season. And now they're getting Clay back, and they're getting their rookies in, and yeah. another year with uh Wiggins, who's a solid defender now. Another year
0: with Wiseman development.
1: Wiseman development. Sort of. I don't know. I don't even I could not tell you what Wiseman did last year if I'm being honest. You can't what? I could not tell you what Wiseman did last year for them, I just so. remember
0: at the start of the season he was splashing threes. That's I just I
1: remember. <laughs> I remember for Wiseman. I don't like literally my mass had no buzz.
0: I remember watching lots of wise or lots of Warriors games very early on into the season when they were like trash.
1: Yeah, I know. I was just like, fuck this, I don't care about this shitty ass team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly um why do you not have Steph higher then because you just named a lot of great i did have i I was waiting for the i did
1: have i did have him at two but i just i literally just swapped it i don't know why i just i just felt like it
0: (laughs) okay i i have curry at two so um i guess i'll talk about luca i think it's like close between these three guys my thing is just like i see luca having the worst record out of all three of them which obviously does matter
1: Yeah, no, that's that's I don't actually have Luca on here, and that's the oh, okay,
0: okay, gotcha. gotcha, That's the
1: main reason why I don't see the Mavs being like really, even if anything, better than last year. They were what the fifth, sixth, yeah.
0: He could put more buzz though. I think they will do better and he'll get more buzz, but I don't think, yeah,
1: no, yeah, I agree with that. It definitely
0: could happen though. It, it, yeah, there's a world where the Mavs exceed our expectations, and And Luca just comes
1: up and puts up some insane numbers,
0: yeah. But I just like don't see it. yeah, yeah, realistically. but I have him three the record thing and also I don't see the team yeah, I just don't see the being the team being good enough. also I don't see really like a strong narrative. the guys I have ahead of him just have a stronger narrative and they're more established in these conversations, which does matter. yeah and I just don't think that's Lucas time yet. I think he's no, gonna I've dominate heard, yeah. like, these conversations for like many many years ahead but i just don't think that he's quite ready yet i think he's closer this year than last year and i think a lot of people jumped the gun last year
1: yeah but, yeah but no i think he's, yeah yeah I like we weren't included I'll take, in that
0: i'll take yeah no i i'm not i was just about to say i'll take <laughs> full credit that i was one of <laughs> And just because I didn't really see anyone else winning it. No, yeah, that's what came down to. Like, I feel like last year there wasn't really like there was something against like every top player. So it was like Luca was kind of just like the guy that was like, "Well, looks like it's you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's your time, young blood." You know,
0: like everyone had something against them. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was my thing. Um, who's your two?
1: Did you say who it was? No, I didn't. Okay, who's your two? It's Lucas' partner in crime, Kristoff. Chris- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, go on. Last year, he was my dark horse, Trey Young. Oh, shit. Okay.
0: Okay. Gotcha. I didn't even, he, he didn't even cross my mind.
1: I know he did it.
0: Mostly because with the MVP award, it usually goes to like an already established, like, top player it doesn't really go from someone taking a jump from outside the top 10 and establishing themselves as the mvp i think you're just discrediting
1: trey trey i was about to say trey man well, the fuck? trey young right he now
0: he wasn't top 10 in your life, so <laughs> what but it doesn't really go to like a guy who's like you know what i mean like, I just, like, took a list of, like, the established, like, my top 10 list and literally just, like, crossed out names. That's if, fair. Like, if you're not a top 10 player, I don't really see you winning MVP. Like, I think Trey's going to have a great season. I think the Hawks are going to have a great season. But I just don't – I also don't see the Hawks being
1: good enough, really. We'll have to see. I mean, they were a fifth seed last year.
0: I could see them as the highest the third seed.
1: And I think, like – Third seed MVPs come from
0: highest. I didn't say that's my prediction. I'm saying that that's like the biggest, like, up that they could be. I think think they'll, and
1: I, but I think at minimum they'll be fit their fifth seed again.
0: I don't know, man. I really like some teams in the East, man. That's fair. I'm high on the Celtics, I'm high on the Raptors. I don't know (laughs) about the Celtics,
1: man. They're so fucking weird.
0: I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll have to see, but there's a lot of teams that I'm high on and it's just like, they're kind of in like the second tier. And I think that like, it's interchangeable in that tier, but yeah. I think the Hawks are probably the most likely to be at the top of that second tier.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, Trey, obviously like last year there was the numbers um, and just like the overall impact that he had. And it showed in the playoffs, he was just amazing. He was balling out. So it like, it's not too out there, but it kind of is, I don't know. You're high on the Hawks, man. You love John Collins high- and I Trey love- Young.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're a Hawks fan, bro. Trey Young's
1: about to jump up to at least top four in the league. Do you Andre
0: Hunter, you really like, to? like too, bro, I do a-
1: like. I do I like, like them. I do like them Hawks boys. You're Kevin a- Hunter? <laughs> Just kidding.
0: <laughs> you <Yes. Gorshi> Shang.
1: <laughs> Clint Capella.
0: <laughs> Just start naming every player on the roster, but like yelling it. Lou Williams. Cam
1: Reddish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who the fuck else is on that team? I think Dolan I don't know. right? maybe.
1: <laughs> is Lou Will still there?
0: Lou Will. I said Lou Will already, bro. Oh,
1: Bojan Bogdanovic. Oh, shit. Danilo
0: Gallinari. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what?
1: <laughs> um,
0: I said my, oh, yeah, number two, Curry. N- nothing really else to say. Strong narrative. I think that they're going to be a better team than the Mavericks. And I think that just the narrative is going to be there. I think yeah. he's going to have a, a very similar season to this season. Just they're going to be a better team. And he was already getting a love buzz last year, like you said. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, who's your number one? Acompo! Okay, Giannis is my number one, too.
1: I feel like... I don't want to say, like, he's, like, the favorite right now. hmm But, I mean, it just feels like it.
0: Here's my main thing. I want to go on a little bit of a rant. I was thinking... Or not a rant, but, like... I kind of like why have him at one because the media, it's all about narrative in the media with the MVP. Yeah, And like the media's perspective on Giannis before was not high. That's why he had like no MVP buzz last season because a voter fatigue and then also just like people were really low on him because of what they seen. They had a bad taste in their mouth with Giannis. Now I think the media is no, going man. to try and push the narrative that Giannis is the best player the in the league. They're going to push him. Yes, they're going to push him as the face of the league, the best player in the league, and they're going to and they're going to try and push that narrative.
1: No, the I voter fatigue agree, is agree. gone,
0: and the the media wants him to succeed now. So that's going to impact heavy things. I think they're going to be a top two seed. And yeah, yeah. media is pushing him, and I think he's just gonna do what he was doing this season.
1: No, exactly. My only I, concern is is yeah. that like I feel like Giannis isn't Giannis himself isn't concerned about like chasing a, like he's more concerned about playoffs, and I don't. That's not to say I don't think Giannis is gonna like go and coast to the regular season. Like I still think Giannis is gonna go and like play hard every game, but I don't know. Well, no.
0: That's- I think it's going to be similar to his most recent MVP, where, like, he literally played three quarters, and then he, like, barely played the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, he ranked, like, 142nd in the league, and, like, minutes played in the fourth quarter. Like, he wasn't playing in the fourth. Yeah. The, the Bucks were too good, and he also just, like, didn't need to. Yeah. yeah. And he was still the MVP and still averaging 30. He averaged, like, 30 in, like, three quarters in, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it was insane. So I think that we could definitely see something like that. I definitely see what you're, what you're saying, where you're coming from, with him being, kind of like not worried about. Because even like after he won those two MVPs, he's like, I don't want you to call me the back-to-back MVP. I want you to like, <laughs> wait to call me the. And he said something like, Yeah, like until I went championship or something. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think he's the heavy favorite right now, just because of like what I said with the media stuff, and then obviously I think that. I think that out of the teams that are going to be a top two seed in their respective conferences, I think that he has the best chance to be the MVP. Because, like, with the Lakers and the Nets, the problem is with those teams is that they're, like, they take away from each other's, like, MVPs.
1: No, exactly. And, like, they're not
0: worried about MVPs.
1: No, exactly. That's not what they're built for.
0: They're not building for MVPs. But, like, yeah, exactly. So, like, a team... Yeah, they're not building for MVPs because they already have a bunch of stars. So, they're taking away each other's MVP votes. So, it's like, yeah. and they're fine with that. They rest. They're going to rest. They're not going to care, because they don't. Exactly. No. Yeah. Okay. No, no, like, no. an MVP. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, they're going to get some votes. Yeah.
0: I think it's going to be Luka, Curry, Giannis, with Giannis being the heavy favorite. I'd say I'm, like, 90% confident on Giannis winning it, and, like, 10% yeah. Curry.
1: Yeah, no, 100%. Uh,
0: so, I guess let's... Do we have the same? Okay, no, we don't. I don't think so. Uh, let's just quickly recap who we have winning each award. We both have Giannis for MVP. We both have Cade for Rookie of the Year. We both have D Rose for Six Man Most Improved Player. I have Jaw, and you have KPJ.
1: Yep.
0: And then Depoy I have AD, and you have Ben Simmons.
1: Yeah. So yeah,
0: that's it's pretty fair. So yeah, um, anything else Trey Man's going to
1: win Rookie of the Year. No cap.
0: Who is Trey Man? Trey, no, man. Trey Mac.
1: John Collins, Trey Mac.
0: <laughs> yeah, we should do the Riley Award show. We got Trey Mack as the rookie of the year. We got <laughs> John Collins as – I was actually thinking John Collins for most improved. He was on my list.
1: I mean, you showed a lot of, like, promise in the playoffs for actually being able to, like, work with Trey Young.
0: Yeah, but, I, like, I was looking at the different stats. Like, I think that he can – I think he can make the jump. I think he could potentially make the All-Star game. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened either. He was on my short Yes. Yeah.
1: That's, That's true. That's no, that, that'd be. There I were a think was your shortlist.
0: List. Oh, yeah, there was like, I mean, I say shortlist, it was like seven like,
1: shortlist, like 20 names.
0: He was in my top, like seven, <laughs> top 10. I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> probably on the next pod. If you name, like, a player that I had on, like, my top 20-bit list, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I had them on my player <laughs> list. I had them on my court oh. list. Like, name a player right now. I bet you I had them on my list.
1: Uh, DeAndre Hunter.
0: Oh, I did not. <laughs> uh, just because I had John Collins there.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's why I said it. <laughs>
0: this is a... Okay, one more, one more before we end it off.
1: Uh... Oh, any
0: any young player or just like any player, RJ I Barrett. Get, I did have him on my short list.
1: Boom, the only I'm reason I didn't
0: is just because like I don't see two Knicks winning it back to back. That's very rare for like a team to have a most improved player and the next season that team to have another one.
1: It's gonna be Julius Randall again, MVP type shit.
0: <laughs> Julius Randall for most improved again. What?
1: Could you imagine back to back most improved players? If
0: someone actually did that. You literally, thinking, have to, like,
1: you literally have to jump up to, like, 30 points per game.
0: Facts. But I was looking at some players, and there's some players where they they have had really good seasons, then some really bad seasons, and then projecting them to have a really good season. But, like, that doesn't really yeah. count, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, I was thinking, like, I was like,
0: Kuzma could do something. But then I was like, he was already, like, a 19 point per game score. So then I'm not going to put him there.
1: No, exactly. So, yeah.
0: But that's all for this episode of the Hoopers Lab Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our award predictions. You can look back, you can laugh at us, or you can be like, these guys called it first. Well, we'll have to yeah. <laughs>
1: Trey Young did win MVP. Yeah. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> Just averages 40 and 20.
1: He's like, doesn't make, 20. doesn't make an all star game, no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He didn't even make an all star game last year. <laughs> and it goes from not even an all star to MVP. That's some goat type shit. But yeah, that's all for this episode of the Hooper's Live Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you tune in for the next one where we'll, we'll we will most likely do our um uh standings predictions for either the east or the west or both. We'll have to see if we think that we can do them both in one. I don't think probably we can do not. One, so we'll <laughs> have to split it up. So yeah, just stay tuned for that. And we hope you enjoyed. And peace out. We'll see you in the next one. Are are you gonna
1: you didn't do it? Take care, goodbye.
0: Yeah, I forgot the outro. Um, see you in the next one. Take care and goodbye.
1: Adios.